Hi, this is Joseph from Metronomy, and you're listening to The Interview Show. Awesome, could you do one more and punch it? And punch it. <laughs> punch it. No, just be like, hi. Hey, hey, this is Joe from Metronomy, and you're listening to The Interview Show.
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard The Bay by Metronomy off their second record, The English Riviera. I was talking with Joseph from the band, and here's what he had to say about this track. The Bay, so The Bay is like a song, well, the video for The Bay is shot in Torquay, which is the place I was talking about. And because it's full of kind of not very attractive people, we had to ship in three beautiful models. All right, welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Today I'm lucky enough to have Joe from Metronomy with me. Uh, we're outside the uh, Owl, Owl Cabaret. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Very good, thank you. Very good. Happy to be here. Great. Thanks for taking time out. So I'm going to start off with the fact that you make dance music. I was reading, I think, on Wikipedia that you don't dance. Is that true? That's one of the truths on, uh, on Wikipedia, I think. Well, it's not that I don't dance. It's just that I'm kind of... Uh, I'm a bit, I don't know, self-conscious, maybe, on the dance floor. I'll dance to kind of, uh, I guess, like R&B quite happily, but nothing proper. What does it take to get you out there? What song? <laughs> it could be any number of songs. I think probably like something like uh, Say My Name by Destiny's Child. That would get me up there pretty quick. Or, you know, Breathe by Blue Cantrell. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> All right. Everyone out there can imagine that. So I was reading that you've been uh, doing music since you were in high school, and you were actually started in the drummer of a number of bands. Uh-huh. What drummer stereotype can we find in you? Oh, I mean, I was a kind of... Actually, I tried to, like, I tried to avoid a lot of the stereotype... Well, stereotypical things drummers do, but I guess I was just quite, like... I just looked quite bored most of the time. But I don't know if that's a stereotypical drummer thing. I wasn't too showy. I was pretty... I had it under control. Fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) I also read that you uh, attributed the breakup of all those bands from your youth to girlfriends. So I was hoping you could talk about how a girlfriend can break up a band. Oh, it was, I mean, to be honest, it was only, like, the first band that I was really, like, in and the first band that I kind of, kind of loved. And I, that was when I was at high school. Um, and it was just that one of, the, one of the guys went to university to, like, follow his girlfriend. And, uh, and so that was kind of a bit of a blow for me. Because, like, because I guess it's the first time you realize that bands are a bit like girlfriends anyway. So it was a bit like he broke up with us and it was painful. But that was the only time it's ever really happened. I kind of maybe made more of a thing of it than it was. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. There are plenty of other reasons. <laughs> Financial reasons, things like that. But that's quite a zesty reason, right? What is the the, the girl? Oh, come on, the girlfriend, Yoko Ono. Yeah, I guess it's that's the thing. I suppose it was because we were, especially at that age, we were totally obsessed with the Beatles as well. So it seemed a little bit real. But yeah, it's zesty. <laughs> Cool. So, um, what qualities does your girlfriend have that are particularly band preserving? <laughs> I think it's just a kind of appreciation of what you uh, are doing, and that it's kind of you've worked hard to get to that to that point, and to suddenly kind of to stick an oar in is maybe a bit unreasonable. I think it's just mutual respect, you know. Here's a way for you to indirectly shout out to her. What's one thing she's done that you've been especially like, damn? What do you mean, damn? That was like, bad. No, that was great. <laughs> I don't know, really. It's just, the thing is, I mean, like, you could, anyone in the band, uh, you could kind of, would answer the same way. And it's just like, you know, things get kind of thrown in the diary that record label was like, you've really got to do this. And you're like, but this is in the middle of my holiday. So it's just kind of things like that, you know being reasonable 
That's a shout out. <laughs> Very reasonable. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Hi, this is Joseph from Metronomy, and you're listening to the interview show. You're up, you'll get down. You're never running from this town. And I think you said you'll never get anything better than this. Because you're going round in a circle. And everyone knows you're trouble. listening to the interview show welcome back to the interview show this is scott wood your host you just heard the look by metronomy off their second record the english riviera i was talking with joseph from the band and here's what he had to say about this track so the look um 
I'm not trying to think of anything. Soul wrenching. I'm just trying to think about the look. Okay, so the look. Um, last time we played that was in France, and Oscar was wheeled out playing the organ on a kind of what can only be described as like a stage golf cart. Okay, so the record's called English Riviera, and I was reading about how the theme of the album, if you want to call it that, was from you getting older and wanting to be back in a comfortable place like your childhood home. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I mean, it's like half wanting to... I mean, I think there's a thing. If you if you grow up somewhere, um, and I think a lot of people who grew up in the country would probably kind of relate to it, like you have this quite unusual upbringing because you you know your your parents aren't worried about you kind of walking onto a road or kind of i don't know getting stabbed <laughs> things like that and then but then of course the, the the downside to it is that you've got no like well like where i'm from there wasn't like a music scene and there wasn't that kind of like i don't know like youth culture and everything closed at like 11 at night um so you just move to a city to, to kind of experience all the stuff you've imagined and i guess it's just like you get to an age where you're like oh actually like that it wasn't so bad in the first place and and that that place that I grew up I have this this kind of connection with that, that I can't ever have with anywhere else but, but but it's not forgetting that it wasn't perfect that's the that's the kind of important thing about the record is it's not like it's a very rose tinted record <laughs> I was reading another quote of yours where you said you were reimagining Brighton as a cultural hotspot. So can you talk about that fictitious place? Oh, well, it's not Brighton. Uh, the, the kind of English Riviera is, is, this, is in Devon, which is southwest England. And, um, but yeah, that, so that's the place. It, there wasn't any... Like, it's a very beautiful place, but it's full of, of kind of, like... I don't know, it's quite touristy. And, and there's just not many venues and stuff like that. So I, I guess when I was growing up, I always imagined it to be like a a big city or something which it never was and uh and so it's like when i was writing the record i was trying to remember how i used to feel about it when i was growing up there which was like it felt like la or something which it doesn't feel like i don't know <laughs> so what's one place in devon that you uh, think about fondly it's this place called Torquay, which is the which is in the video for the bay and it's the like the town where the video is shot and it's just this like things that are kind of very English you know like it's full of retired people uh, and it has this kind of all the, all the buildings are very beautiful but they've been let they've been kind of let to left to like rot a little bit so it's got faded glamour is what people say in England to describe these seaside towns that's what I like the faded glamour okay so I was reading a quote from Oscar and he was talking about this record as something like he was talking about your career and this record is something like tuna salad where with each record you add more mayonnaise. <laughs> so uh, can you talk a little bit more about that or your take? <laughs> yeah, so Oscar, Oscar has this quote which he was, which he was, to- well no it's not, well Oscar was like delivered this kind of, this like, these well words of wisdom from a chef and they were saying to him like the thing with tuna mayonnaise Oscar is you can always add more mayonnaise but you can never take mayonnaise out of a tuna <laughs> mayonnaise <laughs> which is which is very true and I'm not sure I can only imagine that he was saying like with each record we add a little bit more mayonnaise <laughs> and hopefully it won't get to the point where there's too much mayonnaise <laughs> so uh, is it a futile question to ask what you think mayonnaise is <laughs> yeah I think mayonnaise is probably represents a kind of commercial edge, I expect. Tuna is the kind of the, the root, and mayonnaise is, the, is, like, 
is the industry, man. <laughs> tasty, tasty. Okay, so you also called this record your stoner record. So what's the best stoner album you have? Oh, well, Jesus. Like, uh, the stoner records that I kind of... Well, the, the records that I think of as stoner records would be like... The score by the Fugees, uh, like introducing by DJ Shadow, uh, like Doctor Octagon. That's a pretty horrible stoner record, really. Um, and like Porter's Head. I don't know stuff like that. You know, that was all the stuff that when I was a teenager, people would put on at parties, and and you just feel a bit paranoid. <laughs> okay. Hi, this is Joseph from Metronomy, and you're listening to the Interview Show.
is Joe from Metronomy, and you're listening to The Interview Show. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Radio Ladio by Metronomy off their first record, Nights Out. I was talking with Joe from the band, and here's what he had to say about this track. Radio Ladio is a song, that's the first song I ever did which I put vocals on. And um, and someone was telling me the other day that they had a friend who was like a radio like a radio radiologist, um, and and she actually had like a website, and she was calling herself the Radio Radio. I've read in the past quotes of yours where you talk about your struggle of me of being in control, your struggle to control things musically. <laughs> so I was wondering if you could talk about that now that you're more of a band. Well, yeah, it was never really. A, I mean, like. The thing is, is I, I mean, it's something I started when, when I was a teenager, and it was this hobby, and I would spend like you know hours and weeks or whatever just kind of working and 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 like I don't know trying to learn about making music. And I guess when it when it when it got to the point where it became like a live thing, and and we were touring, you just suddenly realised that you have to kind of you have to kind of release your grip a little bit. And and I think and not not because like I'm not a controlling person in any way, but I think. It's just when you have this, like I guess I have this attachment to, to the kind of name metronomy and 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 the kind of music just because it's like it it was my kind of uh, like it's a very kind of old friend of mine <laughs> or whatever and I, and it's like if you've got a really cool friend you're kind of yeah. <laughs> you're wary to introduce it him to too many people I don't know but no it's not I'm not I'm not I mean like. By now, we spend so much time, the four of us touring, that it kind of, it feels like there are these two kind of worlds which, which kind of happily work together. And I, and I feel like I'm still, I still feel like I've, I'm kind of, uh, well, what's it? Someone, Gabriel, who used to be in the band, called it like a benevolent dictatorship. And I think that's kind of pretty good. Sums it up quite well. <laughs> So, can you talk about a time where you've been pleasantly surprised when you have given up control? I mean, the only examples I can think of are kind of recording. When I was recording the album, you know, I tried to get um, the others in to come and play on stuff. Uh, and the first time they'd really heard what they were going to play was was kind of the day that they came to the studio. And, I, and it was incredibly, like, unreasonable of me to expect that they'd be able to just play it. So... I guess what's happened now is we're playing, we're touring so much, and we're playing all these songs that that are on the record, and they're kind of being played probably better than they are in a way on the record. So I think you just kind of, I think I guess I've learned that that next time round you just got to practice before you record. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much for your time today. As I end the show, I like to get the guest to pick one of their own tracks, talk a little bit about it as I bring up the track. Okay. So the track that you'll be bringing up in the background now is a, a song called Trouble from the album and I guess like I would choose it because it's probably not played that much on the radio even because it's kind of it's like a you know it's it's not a like a single or whatever but it's just this song which I kind of like it was written towards the end of the record and and it's like I don't know it has actually my girlfriend's on it at the end singing well not singing kind of shouting but anyway it's just it's like a song i never really thought i would make and it's kind of i don't know like it's a, it it has like a talk box on a guitar it's pretty cool hold on why is she shouting why it's kind of like because the song is the song is is like after an evening well like the first lines of the song are, are like i don't want to go out you don't want to stay in 
And I think I kind of wrote the song after something like that happened with uh, her. And then she heard it and she was like quite annoyed because she realized it was about <laughs> us having a minor argument. So anyway, we kind of, you know, failed it by letting her do a bit of, of shouting on the end. All right, so we got Trouble by Metronomy. Thanks for your time. A pleasure. Thank you. Hey, this is Joe from Metronomy and you're listening to The Interview Show. 